this is Object to This, an Ace of Attorney fancast. I'm Stephanie. My confidence gives my boobs strength. I'm Michelle. I'm a novelty hamburger bowl. Okay, good. We didn't do the same one. <laughs> yeah, we were really worried for some reason. That's a real concern. Um, well, we're back. Welcome to the podcast. There's no Jesse. It's 2019. The government's open, but Ace Attorney's still closed. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> No, that's not true. There's a little bit of news, Stephanie. The smallest little, the smallest little nugget of news. Let me just get this rock and lick the condensation <laughs> off of it from the morning dew. Then, um, it is the Phoenix Wright, our Ace Attorney trilogy for Switch. The port, the Switch port of the first three games, uh, is out in Japan as of the recording. And then next week, which will probably be when this podcast drops, mm-hmm. uh, then then we'll get the news about when the English release will drop for Switch. So if you do want the Japanese version and you have a Japanese Switch, I don't know if those are region locked. I don't know. If, uh, you can get it now if you want the Japanese version. If you want the English version, we'll find out when you can get it next week. And that's it. So we'll have a small bit. We won't die in February and we won't die in March. Because in March, we can do the news of when that will actually come out. And that's all the news we'll really have. That's it. That'll be it. I mean, basically, from this anime, I've only I've only been able to learn that I kind of want to play the OG trilogy again, because, man, what do I remember? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Well, I, I thought Mad On Guard was the same person as Doug Swallows. <laughs> you, yeah, you did. <laughs> Uh, you were like, who's this? I was like, why is he here, was what I said. Yeah, why is he here? What, um, so, speaking of Doug Swallow, uh, do you want to do that first? Or do you want to do plausible versus anime I think first? let's do a plausible versus anime. Keep them people entertained. Alright, well, I gotta go get it. problem with plausible versus anime is it's a real hat. Okay, guys. And a real box. M- Michelle's gone now, so I just need y'all to know. Help. It's been seven days and all I've had to lick was this rock. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> some email, some news, and maybe she let me go. Oh, oh no! She found it! Oh, <laughs> Stephanie, I'm gonna have three whole minutes of silence for you talking shit about me while I'm gone, because I'm the one who edits. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> ah, the crisp, crisp noise of anime versus plausible. All right, so crisp. Now you draw an anime. I feel rusty, so let's see how this goes. Okay, um, this one's from Chato Maestro. It's product placement. Doesn't say a product though, so that could be of our choosing. Okay, so it just says product placement. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna do a plausible. Oh, it's an uncut one. It's from Chat Out Maestro also. This is a curated anime versus plausible. Uh, main character dies and is not brought back. Oh, oh, oh. shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, that's how, that's how people, like, die in real life. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think, the plausibility is that you die and you stay dead. But, like, the main character is Phoenix, motherfucking rush. Do you want to draw an anime or a plausible? Uh, I will draw. I'll draw a plausible this time. Okay. So. The next anime is Ghosts 
Thunder Jam. Oh, it must be from Thunder that, Jam. That's from Thunder Jam. Uh, is ghosts. So, all right. <laughs> you die and you stay dead, but then you're a ghost. But then there's ghosts. I have bad news for this being the just the Mia case. It's <laughs> turn about sisters. Okay, and then another plausible I have is also from Thunder Jam. Um, murder at live event. So it is a live event. Oh, no, this all works too product well. Product placement. Live event with product placement where the main character dies and stays dead and then also there are ghosts. There are also ghosts. I feel like we need one more. Uh, but which which flavor? I think anime. All right. I think we're not anime enough. Um, this is from Trevor. Uh... <laughs> This is pretty anime. Bladed Suendre archetype. Okay. Alright. See, I think that that's... I think we needed a little bit of the extra anime flair. So that gives it to us. Okay. So, we're at a live event. This does not have to be a Gaviner live event. But that's what comes to mind. But that's, all, that's the easy, right? That's the easy. Which is fine. Lemoir could be at the could have an event. We could go we could do a fa- flashback case and it could be a Jove Justice live event. Oh, let's do that for a second. Let's let's do let's play with the Jove Justice. Um so Jove and and The Lassa? The I want them to be like Mumford and Sons or whatever. Like they are a duo for this. Okay, so Earl She's run away from the Gamma Rays in, in this timeline. Here. Yeah. She's run away from the Gamma Rays. She's with Jove. They are touring. Yeah. As a uh, artistic duo. No baby yet, baby yet. Let's say no baby yet because the baby was not very old. But they are, and like, this is, the reason we're going to give this is that they uh, were big enough to be invited by the queen of a country to perform. Right? So right. Like, like, even though he's a fucking minstrel, like, <laughs> that he has to be of some renown. So, I mean, I feel like the product placement is just going to have to be, like, the stadium name, right? The product placement can be fucking Pepsi. Like, it can... yeah. It can be, ah, uh, what a refreshing Aquafina bottle this is. Well, like, the, but I mean, like, the, I think we should have them playing at, like, Aquafina Stadium, and then they have to talk about how, what a refreshing bottle of Aquafina <laughs> it is, you know? Is Aquafina Pepsi or Coke? I don't know. I was going to keep naming different products until we settled on one. Okay. Well, we can then, you know. It doesn't all have to be beverage related. Those are just the easy ones. I'm trying to remember what is like U.S. Cellular Stadium, right? That's right. a real one. That's, that's, well, I think it's changed now to its wireless next stadium. <laughs> I believe that is where the White Sox play. I'm going to check now because it's really bad. And I mean, some of them are like, America Park, right? Like, so it could be like J.P. Morgan and Chase Town, right? Like, <laughs> like, should it be an entire town of product placement? Um, that would that would be kind of fun, but man, would it date this case? I guess we'd have to date this case. Well, we have to date this case. I talked about while we were watching the anime, and we'll come back to this. How how one of my favorite jokes out of Mia in the Mia case, the first case, the Feeny case, is. Well, I guess we know whose milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and that's extremely dated now. It like, is. Um, I'm, I apologize, I was wrong. The White Sox play at Guaranteed Rate Field. Guaranteed Rate Field is pretty good. It's, it's 
It's, it's like not pretty good for real life, but pretty good for our <laughs> shitty TV show that we're making. Guaranteed rated. Is it like? Uh, uh, it might be. What's like, the name of one of those fucking money lender? I think they're one of those like like uh, best Western, not best Western, um, Western, Western Union. Union kind of deals. Oh God, what's a dumb product name? I mean, all I can think of is like the. The new Nintendo 3DS XL, like, right? Like, the new Nintendo 3DS XL Stadium. Yeah, new Nintendo 3DS XL Stadium. Now, we are getting a little bit into the country, the country of cool runnings problem, which is everyone's name is 17 <laughs> names wrong. Yeah. Like Inga's middle names. Um, um, so. Let's just, let's just right now stick with like Aquafina Stadium. Okay. Or Stouffer's Best. <laughs> <laughs> Stouffer's Best Park. Stouffer's Best Park is is where we can be currently playing. You know, wherever this this event Joe of Justice and Thalassa are playing. Yeah. Um, so we've got we got we got our venue. What's the and yeah, our what's, the, what's the GameStop thing? GameStop Power Card, right? Like the Red Rewards Program, GameStop Power Card. I have no I haven't It's the GameStop Power Card like event space or <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. I just learned the other day you can rent video games from the library. Holy shit, it's a brave new world. <laughs> it's a brave new world. Why would I ever go to GameStop ever again? <laughs> I got 360 games at the library. Damn. Okay, well. Um, Maybe the product placement is your local library. Yeah, it's, the, it's the Chicago Public Library ballpark. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so Aquafina Stadium or whatever, right? Yeah, sure. Um, they're playing there. Um, yeah. so I got, I, and so someone has to get murdered at this event. I mean, yeah, but Aquafina Chan is also there. Aquafina Chan is also there. <laughs> Aquafina the Sunere is there. Aquafina Chan the mascot. And I think it's gotta be like one of those super Japanese idol girls who's the Aquafina mascot, right? Like, it's not like a, a monkey suit, right? No, like, it's like a hot chick. Yeah. All I keep picturing is from Tiger and Bunny. Yeah, Pepsi Next. Pepsi, Pepsi Next Girl. Yeah. Um, But she can be more, like, because it's an Ace Attorney game, so that's kind of the flavor of, like, imagery we get. Yeah. From from the Aquafina-chan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh... And, I mean, it could even be weirdly, like, hybrid. Like, a Hatsune Miku situation. Oh, yeah. It could definitely be a Hakune Miku. Um, <laughs> Miku. Listen, like, we can't have them Which, sue us. Miku herself is product placement. <laughs> it's true. So, what about this, then? So, Jove, Jove and Sons is headlining. <laughs> Jove, Jove and his wife? Jove Justice and wife are headlining, um, but it's really a ploy in Aquafina Stadium to, un- to unveil... Aquafina Chan, their idol character, oh. who is their product placement character. So Aquafina Chan is opening for Justice and Wife. <laughs> um, the minstrel and his wife. Yeah, the minstrel and his wife. Uh, who's our main character that's gonna die and become a ghost? Can't be Jove yet. <laughs> well, yeah, Jove can't die yet. The Lassie can't die yet. Because they have to stay dead in this example. They can't be magically brought back at the end of the case. So either Aquafina Chan dies, <laughs> or we have another lawyer friend who we invite along. <laughs> well, we can retcon our lawyer friend who does die and stays dead, and that's why we never have to talk about him again when Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney happens. 
Okay, yeah. Because we're really concerned when we do anime versus plausible, right? To make sure they fit in the canon. <laughs> well, it would, let's say, so let's say that Dirk gets invited to this, because they're, or, because they're, he was an attorney, right? Before right. he was the king. Mm-hmm. He was a prosecutor. He was like the chief prosecutor. Yeah, yeah. I was like, he wasn't the king, but he was. He was kind of the king. He was married well, to the exiled queen. She wasn't exiled, I guess. Well, I guess my point is like, if Dirk comes, we can have the friend be Dirk's friend, right? Dirk's lawyer. Yeah, friend. no, Dirk can come. I think that's fine. And then Dirk has seen Justice and wife, and that's why he invites them to play for the royal family yeah, yeah, that in Karine. Um, so Dirk and his buddy. Oh, I'm supposed to film that. Insert plane. buddy name here. We need a name for him. <laughs> Cuisinart. <laughs> Just looking around. I guess we can have more product placement. I don't see why not. I, ice cream machine. <laughs> I, listen, ice cream <laughs> maker, please. That was my father. <laughs> Call me Cuisinart. <laughs> it seems like a cop out. It seems like a... Um. I thought that's a lean fat garlic machine. And I was like, garlic maker? I'm like, how the fuck does that work? It says grilling. I just can't read upside down. Yeah, that's a George Foreman grill that needs to be donated to somewhere that is not my house. Dole Banana. <laughs> this is our main character. You can't name him Dole Banana. Uh, He's, this is the main character who's going to die later. But I already wrote this obituary in sixth grade. <laughs> Of Dole Banana. I wrote a obituary for Dole Banana where Chiquita Banana, his angry wife, murdered him. It was very good. My mom helped me write it. It's very, it sounds very good. For a sixth grader, it is. I don't know if it holds up. I'm trying to think real hard. Um, What do we want this lawyer, as an ace attorney attorney, who's going to be our primary for a while? Because we're going to have a different murder victim, so we got to give him enough time to become the main character. Right, right. So what what aesthetic do we want in this new main character, this filler main character? A filler main character. I don't want him to look like Abraham Lincoln or whatever. <laughs> like a Victorian Abraham Lincoln. I don't want that. Fine. Um, it's not that far back in the past, right? So, like, he would no. look fairly fairly normal. Like like the, the 80s or 90s. Yeah, like, I mean, like, he's got to have some sort of spike going on, right? In his hair, if he's a yeah. attorney main character. I guess that's true. Um, Naruto. <laughs> Naruto-chan. Naruto was big in the 90s. You're not wrong. Goku. <laughs> oh, please, Goku's my father. Please call me, call me Naruto. Please. No, Goku is my father. Please call me Rice Bowl. Um... Call me dinner time. <laughs> call me dinner t- call, call me pizza on a bagel. I'm good anytime, baby. Oh my god, pizza bagel. <sighs> pizza bagel's not Please. spiky Pizza enough. bagel is my son. Call me Tocinos. <laughs> uh, we're not sponsored by Tocinos. But those are spiky enough. Those those edges are Those are cut. spikier than a pizza bagel. I'll give you that. Many things are spikier than a pizza bagel. <laughs> Okay, what's the, what do we want the lawyer to be like? Silly, not silly. We have a Suendre. I feel like he's going to have to be our, like, typical straight man, right? Like, yeah. a little bumbly, but, like, fairly straight, like, as all of our... Do we want to be young or old? Uh, we haven't had an old person. 
We've only had anime old Phoenix. So this could be Dirk's mentor. Okay, that's not too bad. So, yeah, it could be Dirk's mentor who is coming from Karain, and they're both coming to see this sort of, like, you know, the mentor's retired from being a lawyer. Dirk's still in the business, but he's also got, like, royal family shit to do. So he's like, I gotta go look at these acts or whatever. Like, I gotta go find some some entertainment for the big whatever the fuck. Um, I got two tickets. Like, I'll fly, like, we'll, co- we'll go and we'll have, like, a mentor-student trip. Yeah, like, like, come hang out with me, old, Sensei. Yeah, old reminiscing is for Sensei. And Sensei, so Sensei has to be the kind of person who would go overseas to see a concert. So, like, what does that old man look like? Like, a, somebody was at Woodstock. <laughs> Just like a rad dude. Do we want him to be an old hippie? We can have it. He can have a old like who go see a traveling minstrel at Aquafina <laughs> Stadium. Well, listen, it does sound like a stretch. So we can't be like a Gregory Edgeworth type. He's gonna have to be like a like a long haired ponytail man. I, that'd be okay. I think a long haired ponytail man would be good because I think that he'd be really into the weird minstrel and his magical so, wife. I think he would be a little less cool on Aquafina Chan the hologram. You're I I agree and I think that's what we need in like the the like internal monologue banter. Now, separate the personality completely from the image, but maybe like a Hohenheim kind of look from Fullmetal Alchemist. All right. Yeah. Kind of broader, sensible pulled back ponytail so it's not messy. A, a sensible beard. Okay. Take or leave the glasses. I think we should dress him in a different outfit. Yeah, yeah, a different outfit. But, like, that's the kind of, like, build, I think. I kind of want him to be in a sweater vest. Yeah, that's why he's retired. He's not the worst suit. I want him to be in a sweater vest and khakis, but I want it to be a Koreanese-flavored sweater vest. Like, even okay, either okay. it has the the weird sperm on like <laughs> The sperm Megatama on him, or it's, like, very... It's very... Either this, or we have to give him a... a English teacher or like history teacher tie that has like the country of Korean <laughs> printed on the tie. No. Like I wanted his he's expressing his his like weird nationalism through his outfit. That's what I want. I think he can still like maybe wear his like his lawyer badge like on his like okay on his sweater vest lapel. But maybe it's more like a like a longer or maybe he's got like a longer shirt underneath it that like comes down. Like basically it's not like a full tucked in Gregory Edgeworth look. Okay, yeah. It's a little it's a little messier, a little right? More cash. So he's got like he's got the colored shirt underneath it, maybe, but like it's it's untucked okay. underneath it. Let me run this by you too. It's cause he needs to be pointy, because he's a defense attorney in our he's our right, uh right. he's our main character. Pointy beard. How do we feel? Pointy beard would work. Either single pointy beard or like multiple pointy beard. Um, so we talking like if you got like a... I'm trying to paint a picture for the audience, or for the listening audience. I'm talking Obi-Wan Kenobi from Clone Wars, but pointy. (laughs) I'm trying to think of a way to describe what I was thinking. Obi-Wan Kenobi from Clone Wars, where it's like a segmented beard, but they're all pointy. (laughs) Well, I like that man less, but I feel like... (laughs) It, it's appropriate. <laughs> well, that's the question. So, like, it's it's a different twist on the pointiness. Will that make him look too evil? I I don't think I want to look at him. Is the problem? This I, is why. This is the primary reason why I would not watch Star Wars Clone Wars. Is this beard? <laughs> because I couldn't 
handle it. Why is it segmented? Why is it in individual sections? I couldn't do it. And this is why I didn't watch what everyone in the Star Wars fandom tells me is the greatest version of Star Wars ever to exist, ever. I tried so hard. So maybe what if it comes down to two points <laughs> off his chin? Two pointy beard's pretty good. Beads in it? Sure. Okay. Sure, he can have beards. He's kind of a hippie. Like, yeah, he's got... And it makes him more crinies. <laughs> more crunchy, too. More crunchy. More... Maybe, maybe maybe not, like, full spikes. Maybe they're just, like, they're braids. And then the We're whole getting into, like, spikes. fantasy dwarf territory. <laughs> You're right, right. We'll pull back. No braids. No braids. I, I like it. I beads, want beads it, but points. we shouldn't. Beads and points are fine. The rest mm-hmm. of him... We're also gonna kill this guy, so, like, don't get too cool. <laughs> Dirk too cool. <laughs> Keep on your toes. He's going to die. <laughs> well, they tried to make Dirk too cool, and, and they 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 missed it just a little. I mean, only because because of the romance novel cover too. They probably went back and listened to some episodes <laughs> of our show, of our show, and just like I forgot things about the plot, so I'm glad we <laughs> recap it. But like. Yeah, I mean, part of that is we recap it because I'm under the assumption at all times that, like, you, the listener, has no idea what the fuck is happening at any time. Like, I don't know when in the future you're listening to it. And so if we were, like, anime season two, episode 13 and 14, like, I would shoot myself because I don't know. So that's why why everyone's got dumb nicknames on this show. And that's why we intricately detail everything so that you're not like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, God. Even if you did watch the anime. Which, like, RT002 emailed us and was like, I did not watch this, but it was real entertaining to listen to you guys talk about it. Good. Thank you. Yeah. I also assume no one is watching this anime but us, because as we go, the budget continues <laughs> to decrease. We need to focus. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, Crunchy Granola, back back again. Um, So he's got two pointy beards. Please, Crunchy Granola was my father. <laughs> Call me Quaker Bar or what? Call me a Chewy Bar? <laughs> Call me Chewy. I can't. I closed the tab of Obi-Wan Kenobi. You can't say call me Chewy. You can't just do this. We can call him Crunchy Granola until George Lucas is going to come into my house right now. And he doesn't even own any of that shit anymore. <laughs> After all the shit talking I did in Kingdom Hearts this year, you're going to put me on blast from Disney again? Okay, so Joe, so the minstrel and his wife are playing a show. We have Dirk and Crunchy Granola rolling up because they're cool. They're just hanging out. They want to vet the show, see if it's good enough to bring over to royalty. Yeah, they are playing at Aquafina Stadium, who's who's uh, using the minstrel and his wife as an excuse to release Aquafina Chan. Okay, is Aquafina Chan a real person? I yes. Okay. Not a hologram. That's why, like, Miku is a hologram. So, do you want her to be a hologram? I feel like we have less to play with. If if she's a if she's a Suendri hologram, I don't know how I can handle it. <laughs> we have less to play with, but we do have a twist for the case, which is that she's, she's not a, a real person. She's a hologram. So I guess that would work for a twist of the case. But how how is it, do we have a how they die? No, who dies? we We've, need a who. And somebody how. has to die and become a ghost. That's the only thing. Like, we have ghosts involved. Crunchy Granola doesn't even have to be a ghost. But we don't have any, we don't have a murder victim or method or anything. So we, we freeball in here. We, so we can free all those. We have, she's a Suendre. Um, if we want to make her, cause I can, I can see it happening where 
she gets accused of murder and we exonerate her and or otherwise find out in the middle of the trial that she's a hologram and that's why she couldn't have done it. Alternatively, we could use... Somebody else could die. We could have a different client. We could try and accuse her of murder throughout the case. And then it's revealed that she couldn't have done it because she's a hologram and we have to find the real killer. I I think that way works better. Because if we arrest a hologram, we find out real quick we arrested a hologram. You can't really arrest a hologram. (laughs) That's true. We can't go to the detention center and have a hologram there. Phoenix is pretty dumb. (laughs) (laughs) I I want the crunchy girl has has got some years under his belt. He's a little more wizard. Okay. So who dies and who's our client? Because we, once we figure out who dies is when we figure out who killed them. I feel like Dirk can get accused of murder. Okay, so Dirk's the client. Yeah, because that, that gives Crunchy Granola stakes. Okay, yeah, yeah. And that's it also makes sense why Crunchy Granola would take the case at all. Yeah. And why we'd still like he's be in this country. Yeah, yeah, like we wouldn't just peace out. Okay, so Dirk gets accused of murder. If we want to get into diplomat stuff, Maybe it should be another diplomat. So that way, Dirk can't just assert his immunity. And then, um, that it can be like the danger, not only the stakes of Dirk, but the stakes could also be a war between Kurine and somebody else country. In another country. I want to like pick a country we already know, which the only other country we know is Japanifornia and then the Shilong Lang country. Well, Shilong Lang country and then the country where. They speak wingdings. Ma- Machi's from, right? And then Germany. And then Germany. <laughs> the country of Germany. Germany. <laughs> so the so the thing that I that I thought of immediately but I don't like is like, well, maybe the other diplomat's like a big weeb and gets mad about Aquafina-chan because Nestle-chan, Nestle-water-chan is already in existence. Maybe. I mean, if we're, let's do, why don't we do it like that? Like, why don't we finally separate America and Japanifornia, right? Like, okay, so this is, this is, this case is very going to only make sense in the English translation, okay? We're here in Japanifornia, uh-huh. in America, in the United States of America, where Aquafina has decided that they're going to have a Suendre-chan idol character, something super Japanese, and so the diplomat is actually from Japan or and or a representative of the Vocal Corporation <laughs> who is like, you cannot be ripping off Hatsune Miku in front of me. There have to be so many royalties on this case. Yeah, so I mean, it could be somebody who's who's like from Japan who's like calling either one racist right, or two like is insulted at the uh the blatant ripoff of like Japanese idol aesthetics or Korea. I mean, it, it like could be a Korea type idol, like Korea or Japan. They both have those idol situations. Well, maybe it's a situation where like somebody's there and they're like, what do you mean you have Aquafina Chan? We have an Aquafina Chan. And it's like close, but not, not, not right or something. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's something like you can't rip. Like this was a secret thing, and it's a race to reveal it. Because that could be the other thing. Is it could be like corporate espionage, and it would be Dasani Chan, right? Agafina <laughs> Chan. There we go, Dasani. Agafina Chan. Agafina Chan and Dasani Senpai. <laughs> and they're secretly in love. <laughs> I just, but just, one's a hologram. Uh, but one's a hologram. <laughs> well, Dasani Senpai could always be like fucking Iron Man or something, right? Like, it could be, like, a di- it could, like, instead of a pop idol, it could be 
like a, a Zentai suit or like a, a superhero or something. Oh, like a Pepsi Man suit? Yeah, okay, yeah, like Pepsi Man. But the video game from, like, the early 90s. The sh- yeah, that shitty video game. Watch somebody do speedruns. It's pretty good. But it could be something like that where it's, like, a different aesthetic, so it's different enough that they're still mad because it's stupid water companies trying to fight each other. Yeah, no, I think that's... I think that might be more just, like... Sailor Pellegrino. Sailor Pellegrino. On behalf of San Pellegrino. <laughs> How did I fail to think of all these water brands? LaCroix? Please. Oh, God, LaCroix. What would LaCroix's idol team look like? They would be a Power Rangers. They would be like a Power Rangers team. But they'd all be, you know, like, pretty wimpy. Because they ain't got no flavor. <laughs> I'm calling you out, LaCroix. But then who dies? The agency representative of the other company? Pepsi Man dies. Pepsi Man Sorry, dies. Sorry, Dasani Senpai dies. Dasani Senpai you're gonna do you're gonna do a jam and ninja situation. I think we can do a jam and ninja. I guess it's too much of a rip, huh? Well, why would Dirk get accused of killing the Sonic Empire? That's kind of like a wrong place, wrong time situation. Okay, yes, there isn't motive unless unless they find a secret locket. Or they find a bottle of Aquafina. <laughs> it turns out Dasani Senpai was Dirk's other, other adopted child <laughs> from the past. <sighs> this is such a <laughs> Does not need to be his, uh, no, does not no. need to be his other, other adopted child. Um, here we go. Here we go. So Dasani. And we may need to brand change, but whatever. We're we're here with Dasani Senpai. So Dasani sources all of its water from Kurine, and it's destroying the environment. Oh. And so Dirk, the motive for Dirk is that he has he hates Dasani, right? So that's why he's like, "Thank God this is an Aquafina Stadium because Aquafina steals all its water from somewhere else." And not Dasani, because they steal all their water from Karine, and I know we need it for economic reasons, but it's really destroying the beautiful Karine's landscape. So he keeps talking at the beginning of the case, and and Crunchy Granola is like, yeah, man, like, fuck well, the police. This almost sounds like that complaint would be organic to Crunchy Granola. Yeah, maybe. Like, he's retired, his retired cause is, like, the water situation uh, yeah. in Karine. Um but then, like, it, why would Dirk get arrested? Well, Dirk Dirk agrees with him. I guess. You know, like, Dirk is, like... Dirk gets really enraged with him. Yeah, they both get enraged together. And then, so Crunchy Granola's got this, like, water thing. And then uh, Dirk is, like, yeah. And, the, like, one of the first things I'm going to do when we, like, when I'm officially king consort is, like, work on getting all the treaties and shit ready to get Dasani the fuck out. You know, like, that's... Yeah. He's, like, yeah, you know. Preach, Grandpa. And then, so, then Dasani-chan dies after they have one of these tirades. He gets arrested for it. Oh, Dasani-chan, like, dies on stage. Like, yeah. Like, like, like Aquafina-chan, the Suandre, comes up and is being all Suandre, and then from the, like, the rafters falls <laughs> Dasani-chan's <laughs> body. Yeah, and Dirk was just up there. Because <laughs> that's where Dirk was. <laughs> Whatever. With <laughs> a cranium knife in his back. Listen, it sounds bad, but I promise Scratchy Granola, it's gonna make sense. <laughs> yeah, with like Kira, and I sense this Kira sign. I love you, Dirk. Love Kira. And it's bad. Whatever. So Dirk's arrested. Why would somebody want to kill Dasani Chan for real? Or Dasani Senpai? 
So we're gonna try to roll him off of Chan. Turned out she's a, we find out through court that she's a hologram. She's a hologram, so she couldn't have done it. She couldn't have done it, but I think I think there's gonna be like she's gonna have like an agent or somebody who okay. keeps like stopping you from talking to her directly. So that's why we get all the way to court without yeah revealing that she's a because it's hologram. hard, and that would be the person who picks up the little hologram projector systems yeah. and then puts it wherever she needs to be. To You're try Adrian it. Andrews type, yeah. It may or it, it probably isn't her. She's too young at this point. In I this would case. make it. I kind of in my head see it as a security guard or something like like a, a dude. Romain Latouse. Yeah, Romain Latouse, but not as beefy. Like one of Kaiba's security guards from Yu-Gi-Oh is specifically what I'm thinking of, and I don't know why I'm thinking of that, That's but fine. I am. We don't the, have anyone Ace Attorney like the that. The guys when they edited the guns out of their hands. <laughs> those guys. Oh, I should have taken. I should have taken those child grabbing classes, guys. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, but kind of like yeah, but- with headphones or something, more like music focused. But whatever. That's not the point. So. That did that person kill Dasani Senpai or who? Who killed? Who and why? Because whoever did it is probably also gonna kill Crunchy Granola eventually because of the Dasani water thing. Of course, now we've given him. Uh, now we've given people a motive to kill Crunchy Granola. Yeah, and he tried to take out Dirk by framing him to get to Crunchy Granola. <clears throat> um, because he's an activist. I think for the big same- oil. <laughs> I think for the sake of this, we can make it the security guard for Aquafina-chan, maybe. Really? Why would he do it? I don't actually know. I'm just like, I'm like, I, I, we're, I don't want to keep, like, we're inventing a lot here. I keep giving new characters. See, I'm just thinking, like, what, like, the head of Dasani marketing or something. Like, like it's going to have to be somebody related to, uh, well, why would they want Dasani dead? They wouldn't. I guess it, it would be somebody related to Aquafina, yeah. maybe. But, like, killing... If you work for the hologram Aquafina, like killing Dasani Senpai just so she's the better mascot seems like a weak I mean it is a motive, but it seems like a weak motive. When you can kill Dasani in Aquafina Stadium while Aquafina Chan is on stage to destroy Aquafina. Like it should be a different competitor. Oh, I see. I see. Trying to take Or it could be Dasani um sacrificing their idol character to get sympathy and sabotage Aquafina. Because it's done in Agafina Stadium, you know? I've, I've become lost. <laughs> <laughs> so an- another... So this is I was trying to think of other things while you were talking. <laughs> so the motive is... The motive to kill Dasani Senpai is to sabotage Aquafina. Right. right. So the people who would want to sabotage Aquafina are other water bottle companies or Dasani itself. And they, they killed Dasani Senpai as a pawn. In order to sabotage their primary competitor. I think that's pretty good. Okay, so I think it should be whoever is the head of Dasani who is the killer. Not the real person. The, the fake anime person that we're talking the, about. The, yeah. Doug Sani. <laughs> I was going to say Daniel Sani. Dan, Dan Sani. <laughs> Dan Sani. Dan Sani. Dan Sani. Uh, he, he, and he did it. As, again, like, he hired Dasani Senpai, got him enough press to just have people know who he is so he could murder him to get to sabotage Aquafina. In Aquafina Stadium. In Aquafina Stadium. It's pretty good. And it's he was going to pin it on whoever the fuck was around and it happened that this was around. And the fact that he's a diplomat is actually a problem, right? Like, yeah. the fact that this is a complicated, now, press-worthy case, but for the wrong reasons. Because it's not press-worthy, like... Look at Aquafina, their shitty security and their bad water company. Um, it's like 
you know, yeah, the like, head of a country's a killer. You know, that's that's a yeah. The, the top legal defense in in Karen is a uh, is a murderer. Yeah, stay tuned. Poor Hakofina Chan did not get to sing. Neither did Jove and wife. Neither okay. the minstrel and his wife. Yeah. So here's here's how I think it plays out: is Dirk's arrested. Aquafina Chan is our is our uh, primary suspect. We go through investigation court day one. It's revealed she's a hologram. Mm-hmm. Then in investigation day two, we get a lead on Dasani, like the Dasani thing. And instead of go to court, Crunchy Granola just goes to confront him, okay, like the okay. red white thing. Yeah, yeah. And then he dies. Oh, I'm thinking we do Who's it the then. Ghost though. Well, he's got... We're not done with the case yet. We're not done with the case yet. So Dirk... now has to defend himself. Dirk has to defend himself now with the help of his ghost mentor who conducted the investigation. So my thought was the main character dies and and is not brought back, meaning he dies and he doesn't get to be the ghost. Oh, you don't think he should be the ghost? I thought we were... The the ghost was going to be... We go to... uh, Amar and she channels Dasani Man. Because I'm thinking that the 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 hearing all of the press about the the top defense attorney or whatever in Kurain being under arrest here in America, spirit channelers from Kurain, the town, come to the detention center, and he uses one of them to spirit channel. Which I guess he doesn't have to spirit channel his mentor. He could spirit channel somebody else. Well, we don't know Dasani Man's real name. We'd have to learn that kind of deal. Where he would know his mentor's real name. Like, I mean, there are caveats in, like, how to figure all that stuff out. But, well, like, yeah. I mean, Dirk would know his mentor's real name. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, he would, but he wouldn't know Dasani Man's real he name. He wouldn't know Dasani Man's real name. Well, he would, because he's a victim of the case, right? There'd be a picture of the I victim. I guess would, they would reveal his and real name. And they would name. reveal... And then we don't believe in spirit channeling here in America, so, like, they would reveal his real name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That and Karain doesn't follow those rules. I mean, they they just need a picture, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. No, I thought they needed the name, Do they too. need the name? I thought that can save consistent. They need they need to know the true name, because that's you can't channel the mother okay. if you don't know the true... Well, they don't know her face. Well, I mean, fa- true name, at least for the victim, that's easy. Mm-hmm. And then for your mentor, I think that you would... And maybe that maybe Dirk doesn't know that his mentor is dead yet. So we flash. I mean, he dies. We flash to Dirk, and uh, and he. So we flash to Dirk, and Dirk is having this channeling happening with the 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 channelers who came to hang out. Maybe it's Misty. You know, maybe it's before the Misty shit happened. Ah. So maybe it's Misty, and um, like Misty is helping Misty and her teenage daughter, who's always admired lawyers, hmm. are helping. And then Crunchy Granola doesn't show up the next day for court, so Dirk has to go in without him. And so Dirk's trying to build the case on his own, and through the case he figures out that Crunchy Granola's dead, and then you channel him. Okay. And then we find out that he was killed by, by Daniel Daniel Sonny Daniel Sonny <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Daniel Sonny San, and then that's how you reveal and and so Misty is kind of uh while not publicly redeemed personally redeemed before you know like she's before. used her shit for good and then the gregory edgeworth stuff can happen later you know yeah i think um, that works in our timeline yeah because then she can be like 
you know, I've actually done this one time before and now I'll do it publicly and it'll bring all this acclaim to Korean Village and and that's when the edgier stuff happens. So I guess the only the only caveat is channeling a dead person isn't necessarily a ghost. This is this is a small caveat I would have with Is Daniel Sani Sad possessed? <laughs> <laughs> There's two options here. Daniel Sadisan is possessed, or Aquafina Chan is, is not a hologram, she's a ghost. They ever thought she was a hologram, but she's actually a ghost. I think I think we can count spirit channeling as ghost. <laughs> as ghost. Just just a small needle, but you know what? I I'm willing to let it go. Okay. I think we've made a complicated it's, enough. It's case. pretty complicated enough, but I mean, if Dan and the, and then the credits roll, and at the end, after the credits, it's revealed that Aquafina Chan is actually actually a ghost. <laughs> actually, she disappears. Yeah. And then Nestle, Nestle is holding their their spirit beads, going, "Gotcha, bitch." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nestle. Uh, Nest- uh, exercises Aquafina <laughs> Chan. That's the Suendre part of her, is actually the ghost competing with the hologram program. I like it. <laughs> it's stupid, but I like it. It's a, uh, wow, what a mess that was. That was 40 minutes of anime versus possible. We struggled a little. Uh, well, we gotta talk about this anime. We'll forget it otherwise. Okay, so it's spoiler town for anime now. So everyone who wants to leave can... <laughs> All right. Buy my um, book. <laughs> Buy my book. Um, so we watched the OVA about the the Feeney case, mm-hmm. and then we watched Turn About Seaside Memories or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Something with waves. Waveside. Um, Turn About Hamburgers. Another filler is what that came down to. So Let just, me, uh... just right there, it's pretty structurally confusing. This season is structurally confusing. Yes. Because we have, we, we've just finished the train saga. We just finished the insane train. So now we're back and we're back and we're back to a young Phoenix. Phoenix we see Phoenix right away. So we see yeah. Feeny and then it turns then out. Get, oh, turnabout memories and then hear the waves of turnabout. Hear the waves of turnabout. So turnabout memories like Feeny's right away. So we, yeah, that we, three episodes of train jam and then we jump right into. Which is an hour long special. Like, oh you my know. God. Yeah. Shorten it to 47 minutes or whatever. But like, I'm not sure why. No. And at this point, if I'm, if I'm somebody who has never seen or like never played the games before, I'm out. Like, there's no way you kept me past. That's the train stuff. Well, there's no way you kept me past, like, train into a flashback that's an hour long. Yeah, it it doesn't make any sense. And then after that, we get another filler? Yeah. Regular episode length, but another filler. So that's just, like, structurally confusing. And then it can just jump back into a Mia case again. The the Mia... Uh, Terry Falls. Dahlia one. Like, so Mia's first case. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're going to go from the train filler, three episodes of filler, into the Mia case, out of the out of the Mia case to a filler, back into a Mia case. And it's a flash... Even further flashback case. Bonkers! Like, I don't... How could you... What was before train? Do we even remember that far back? Was that... That was Mask to Mask, wasn't it? No, there was no. another one, wasn't there? Did we have another one before the train? Was it Mask? Oh, you know what? It was. There was. Oh no, it was Trabian. Oh, it was Trabian. It was a uh, Furio Tigre case. The Furio Tigre case. So, like, and before that was the uh, the children. Yes. 
Uh, Before that was pancakes. Pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Manfred von Pancakes. Uh, so yeah, so we went to tr- from Trabian to to train. train the train. Yeah, two hour long flashback to filler to previous even further back flashback. So the gist of it oh. does follow all the beats. We start with Feeny and um, who I thought was bad on guard, but is Doug Swallow um, arguing, and then. We see we we we, push her, we flash over to Mia, preparing for her case. She's nervous. Grossberg, the tiniest Grossberg the, is there. The skinniest Grossberg yet. He's um, also short, he's and I yeah, he's very short. short. And I made the comment that we have no budget for the fat. That's why everyone's <laughs> so skinny or not broad. Is we don't have the budget for the shoulder width. We really just like lost all the budget. We we, we need- spent it all on the ocean later. That's why we spent a lot of it on that ocean shot for sure. God. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, so we, we, we meet Feeney, who's got the worst fake cough Michelle has heard in her entire life. It's bad. He it's... talks like he's fine, and then he gags. Like yeah, he, he goes, chokes. Bleh, 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 bleh. That's like his cough. And it's not good. It's not good. Um, so we go to court, and then Payne's beautiful pomp is there. I will say, Payne's looking great. I wish it was shinier. I wish it was shinier. That's about it, though. But, like, the... The him playing with it and it bouncing Ugh, up and down. It's very bouncy. It's it's best basically the best animation that we've seen. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Um so we go to court. We go into court. Um they're like, Mia, why are you leading this case? I thought Grossberg was gonna do that. And he's like, Well, I'm gonna stand here instead. <laughs> Which is very in the game he's talking about his hemorrhoids. In the game he talks about his hemorrhoids a lot, and the judge is like, Well, I thought Grossberg was gonna lead, and Mia's like, Well, he had to do something, and Grossberg's right he's like, Well, he's standing right next to you, and Grossberg's like, The thing I had to do was watch this case. <laughs> yeah. Instead of, which I guess, like, thanks for not, it makes no sense, but thanks for not talking about your hemorrhoids, I guess. I didn't want to hear it, so I'm glad you didn't say it. (laughs) So, Phoenix, we talk about Phoenix. Payne's trying to, like, say, like, hey, Phoenix, push this man. There's a palm print on his his shirt that's, like, his cold killer Z medicine, not X. Cold killer Z, that's the weirdest change. That's the weirdest change. I don't know why it's Z all of a sudden. Like, if it was originally Z, why did we, America, change it to X? I don't know. Don't know. Um, so then we're like, no, 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 look at this fuck, he can't do it. So they called Dahlia in. Am I missing anything that before they called Dahlia in, really? I mean, Phoenix won't shut up. Yeah, well, that and that's accurate to the game. Yeah. Phoenix was annoying as Feeny. Yeah. Talking about how much he loves, which, like, in Japanese, he calls Dahlia Chi- Chichan and... Mia's name is Chihiro. And so once he said, Chi, Chihiro, and I was like, oh, please don't put them on the same level. Because it's like this weird conundrum of a woman you're like in love with and the woman that you're going to very much respect. Like, yeah. don't put them in the same breath like that. It's but weird. It was weird. Um, so she comes in and, you know, she's playing the innocent thing and everyone's like, oh, take your time, sweetie. It's okay. Like, no one, no one's going to be mean to you, right, yeah. Mia? You know, she's like, what the fuck? So, you know, she then immediately throws Phoenix under the bus. She's like, I have to protect the truth. And he pushed him into the power cord. And yeah. And we're like, dude, his watch stopped at 3, 3.05 and the power went out at 2.55. So that's not possible. So where's the, where's the gap? And then so we do the thing. Oh, I guess before they get into case, Mia's really nervous and she keeps grabbing people. She's like, I'm going to do the best. And she keeps like choking them by their shirt collars. <laughs> Which is pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I mean, it wasn't a Mia thing that we ever experienced in the game, but I kind of like it. I like it. It seemed very her. Yeah. Um, which was like, 
that's what the anime should be, is more of those little moments that are like, that's true to that character, and I appreciate it. Yeah. But the only reason I bring that up is because she does it to Phoenix, and that's the first time we see the locket. We bring up the locket again. Phoenix throws his, his hissy fit. We don't, fortunately, have to watch him eat the glass. <laughs> yeah, I was very worried about having to watch him eat the locket in person with my own eyes, and I didn't. He yeah. left the room for it. Because Mia obviously brings up... We thought she was going to talk about Terry Flaws, but turns out she just talked about... Diego. Diego, when, vaguely. When the poisoning happened. When the poisoning yeah. happened. Right. So she makes that relevant. She's like, eight months ago, this thing happened, and it's very important. And everyone's like, is it? And she's like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> and so... Phoenix is like, no! Uh, and he runs out of the courtroom, eats the locket, they drag him back, and, like, Mia freaks the fuck out and goes, are you dying? He's not. I mean, he is. He's full of glass. Yeah, he's, and then that's when, like, Dahlia comes out from behind him and she's like, oh, if only he was dying. <laughs> auntie. <laughs> and she starts, the translation, the subtitle said auntie, and she starts calling pain, like, or, uncle, but she's really saying... Obachan and, o- and Ojisan, which is like old lady and old man in Japanese. Yeah. So the translation was a little weird, but she's, she starts basically calling Mia a hag. Yeah. And she starts like being mean to people all, all of a sudden. So they're just like, Phoenix, you gotta tell the truth. Or th- something happens before that. Cause they're like, basically like, she's gonna get away scot free because there's no proof against her because Phoenix is yeah. a fucking luck. And, and like he's not dead lock. yet. Yeah. So there's dead. no, and I don't, I think it's pretty much that's when she's, she, she des, like, Mia desperately is like, Phoenix, you have to tell the truth. Don't just say what she told you to say. Like, yeah. So she's, so he's like, oh, you're right. I need to tell the truth. So that's nice. So he tells the truth. He's like, I like got into an argument with man. I pushed him. He told me that, hey, poison went missing twice. And I, a pharmacology student, definitely know about poison <laughs> as it's in my lab as a pharmacology student. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she stole the lethal poison. Because um, we just keep that around for drug purposes. Yeah. But then he, like, then Phoenix walked away and he came back and the dude was on the ground and Dolly was over him, like, holding his hand. So that's what he said. And that's when Mia has a breakthrough, which we don't get to see on screen, where she's just like, ah, the cold killer Z is poisoned. Is poisoned, which she then, like, corners Dahlia. She's like, drink it then. If... If, if you're so sure it's safe, drink it. And she's like, fine, you win. And then she, like, walks away with the police. Yeah. She doesn't admit anything. She says, she... I'm going to go spend some time with the boys, boys in blue. blue. Yeah. Which, like, I think that's true. She doesn't actually admit guilt in no, the game. No, I don't we do see so. her demon possession thing. We, yeah, she's already kind of demony, which is weird because she becomes the, later, she's supposed to just be, be the possessor, right? Yeah. She's not a demon. She's evil. Like, but they're just kind of throwing that in her face they're, now. Yeah. Just so you know. Just like f- kind of weird foreshadowing, kind of implying that she's a demon. Yeah. Um. So she goes, and then Phoenix still isn't dead, but is now not guilty. And then Pain, but before that, Pain's like, what? I can't accept that this just happened. And Mia's like, oh, well, didn't you say that you would throw your life on the line for Dahlia? That you would believe any, like, you would believe her and you'd put your, your, her life before your own? You drink this cold medicine. Yeah. And then his pomp floofs off and his hair falls out. Yeah. Um, and the judge is like, why do you really hate that Dahlia chick, huh? And Mia's like, that's not important to this case, Your Honor. <laughs> In the weirdest, like, exchange. Um, and then Phoenix is not guilty and he's, 
They're, and they're like, wow, you really believed in your client. And I'm like, at no point did we believe she in She super Phoenix. didn't believe in him at all. Like, I mean, she believed he wouldn't, he didn't do it, but she didn't believe anything he said. Yeah. In fact, had- he was like, lying actively hampering the situation yeah so because like yeah they do they do the whole thing which you know they were pretty accurate to the games where like he has the locket because she poisoned it you know like all of those facts were were yeah and then they were gonna search her so she went downstairs whatever um um so you know but once again the phoenix is like i'm studying to be a lawyer so hopefully we can (laughs) we can we can meet again see you again in court um, but that was super weird too, because he was like, "I, you know, you really changed my mind about like the truth and shit." And that, can, do you think you can help? I, I could help a friend if I was a lawyer. And she's like, "Yeah, I guess." He's like, "It may not be too late." <laughs> I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Tell me. But um, what again? If I so if I was watching this cold, and I said this to you while we were watching it, but like this is this case. Combined with the soon-to-be-learned fact that Phoenix was not dating Dahlia the whole time. He was actually dating Dahlia and her twin sister, who were changing places, mm-hmm. is fucking crazy. Like, the the it comes up kind of, and I'm going to say kind of, kind of organically in the games for how the games are paced, right? Because mm-hmm. you meet Phoenix at the beginning of game three, you do the Dahlia stuff, you do some other shit... And then you're doing the that last case, and you see Iris, and you're like, oh! oh and, she, and then she she gives a lot of meaningful stares at Phoenix. Yeah, and Phoenix is like, huh. and Phoenix is like, huh. and then he falls off a bridge and spends the next day in a hospital bed googling why does this lady look like my girlfriend, and that's how he finds the Terry Falls case. Like it comes up in a way that doesn't is not totally insane when you play it, which is. Good job, Ace Attorney. Like, good job you did done it. You did done yeah. it. But, like, the way that it's happening in the anime is, like, gonna feel like complete bullshit. Like, it's, it's gonna be bullshit. Just because of the pacing. Just because of the pacing. And, especially, because the next episode is Turn- Ride the Waves of Turnabout Memories or whatever. And it's it's a filler beach episode where Pearl comes to Phoenix's office and has this b- giant ass seashell that's broken that she's glued back together and she's missing a piece and she's like, Phoenix, I fucked up and I dropped it. Just like how I've done that once before with something important. And then, <laughs> and I can't find the missing piece so I can't hear the ocean anymore. This is very important to me. I need to find a new one. I'm sorry, I just remembered the most upsetting part of the case, of that episode for me. God, there's so many things. I know there's a lot of things, but. But, you know, like, so they, like, Phoenix is like, what's this shell about? So we get a lot of backstory strengthening Maya and Pearl's relationship. Yeah. And we get a little bit of Mia. We get a little, we get some more Morgan being, like, Morgan. Um, But we get this flashback where, like, Pearl's, like, sitting in Maya's room and Maya comes home, and she's in a sailor outfit. Maya <laughs> yeah. fucking goes to school. Maya goes to school. Maya doesn't fucking go to school? No. Are you fucking kidding me? Especially because Maya go- comes home in a school outfit because she goes to school, and then Morgan <laughs> Morgan immediately yells at her that Pearl can never leave Karain Village because the only person allowed to leave Karain Village is the, the, the master. Yeah. The only person... Allowed to leave the village is the master. Which, but Maya goes to school. 
In Karain. I guess. And, and also, sailor and also, Morgan's husband ran away with her children. Like, <laughs> well, and also, like, basically, I think everyone who leaves isn't allowed to come back. But she told Pearl that the only thing around are mountains and nothing beyond the village. Yeah. So Maya's like, no, so, there's a fucking ocean. The ocean yeah, well, exists. Well, Pearl goes into Maya's room, and all Maya has in her room, and I don't know if this is for budget reasons or none reasons, is a single bookshelf, a giant seashell. Um, a framed photo of herself listening some to books that say, say poetry and then a giant framed photo of herself in front of the ocean listening to the giant seashell mm-hmm. um, and per- and that's where Pearl is then taught what the ocean is um, by by Maya Pearl is in this flashback anime four and she's like four she's cute as hell she's but cute as hell her little voice goes even higher even higher impressive so <sighs> so maya goes to morgan she's like can i take her to the ocean morgan's like no and then <laughs> pearl is like or maya's like well what if we do the we have to do the what's the ceremony the deed begins with a D. just something desecration <laughs> no it was no. like the there's a so there's we, a we're gonna do the weird ceremony, Morgan. So I'll just take her when I do the weird ceremony. And Morgan's like, Aah! and so Maya sneaks Pearl out, takes her to see the ocean. It's lovely, magical. It's, we spent all of our budget on this ocean. We spent all of our budget on the CGI ocean. It's very beautiful. And then we take her home. Maya gets in trouble for taking her. Pearl's very upset by Maya getting in trouble. And, like, Maya gets really, like, slammed by Morgan at this point. Like, with all, like, yeah. your mother. Your mother's no good. Your sister left is no good. Like, yeah. Everyone in the, like, the master line is trash. Is trash. And um, so-, so Maya gives Pearl the giant seashell so she can hear the ocean whenever she wants. Mm-hmm. Flashback to the present. Phoenix has deciphered the map that Maya wrote a long time ago to get to the same place on the ocean. They go. They're looking for seashells. They run across a shrine, and Phoenix is like, well, why don't we pray that we can find the seashell, because it ain't working. And so they pray, and out of the, behind the shrine is, like, some craggy rocks, and out of the craggy rocks steps Maya in a weird crown, and she's doing the weird ceremony, which is that once a year, the leader of the channeling technique has to go to the ocean and do a ceremony to release all of the spirits that they have channeled all year into the ocean. Which is some made-up bullshit that's never... You can't just change how things work like this anime. Like, that's... We've never heard that. The only way to release a spirit, as far as retconning from the most recent spirit game, justice. is the charged spirit release rock. Yeah. Before that, a spirit could be released in different ways. But, like, nothing about that spirit being stored until it was released to the ocean. I honestly spaced out. You were like... You paid attention and I'm like, I did. I... I was so anyway. Maya's like, let's get ramen, <laughs> and I just replaced burgers. Yeah, let's loud. get burgers. So they go to a burger shack, and they like Pearl is like they're talking about stuff, and Maya's like, oh, this is really important to me because one time I came here with Mia, and like we talked about stuff, and, and she was, gave me a really big seashell. and she gave me the seashell, and Pearl's like, oh no, it was so important, and she's like, I have to do something, and she runs away, and then um, Phoenix and Maya have ramen anyway because Phoenix is a good dad. <laughs> Phoenix, stellar yeah. dad. Well, the ramen comes in novelty giant seashells, which is exactly the seashell that Pearl had had this whole time, was a giant novelty ramen bowl. Mm-hmm. 
So they 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 pay off they they pay off the man we never see but here this is the ramen cart yeah, guy. Yeah, we can't afford a ramen cart guy, so we just he talks and then he disappears. It's not like we've ever met a ramen cart guy in any Ace Attorney. No, guy it ever. couldn't be any couldn't be any any Eldune relation or anything. No, I guess he's a doctor at this point in time. But his dad ran a ramen cart before yeah, that. That's true. Because his dad said he'd never amount to anything but a ramen cart driver, and then he does actually become a ramen cart. So, um. <laughs> So. Do you stand up and think of my guy, old dude? Hold up, everyone. I gotta ask Michelle something. <laughs> Gavin makes you sad. No, Guile Dune does not make me <laughs> okay, sad. All right, we can come back to the podcast now. because Guile Dune lost his career by doing surgery on mobsters. Like he deserves everything that's salty, salty come to him. You know, like eh, you know, mobsters need healthcare too, but they can't afford it. Yeah, in Japan's universal. Just go to the hospital. <laughs> Is it universal? I think so. That's how Phoenix gets healthcare. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's. Uh, just email me whether Japan has universal healthcare. No one emailed me about Jeff Bezos. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, um. Anyway, so Phil Phoenix wraps up the giant seashell and gives it to Pearl, and Pearl's like. I like my broken No thanks, one. I like my broken one is very important. And then I can still hear the ocean with the big hole in the bottom. Yeah. Because <laughs> I sat next to the real ocean. <laughs> you can still hear the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> then we see like a kind of flashback to Mia and Maya and Mia's like the it turns out that the time that she took a picture of Maya posing on the beach and listening to the seashell, which is later the only framed object in Maya's room. Um, she also had the conversation with Maya where she was like, I want to go be an attorney and try and find mom. And, and Maya, and she's like, I'm sorry, I have to leave the entire Korean channeling technique to you. And that's a heavy burden. And Maya's like, cool, whatever. <laughs> she's 10. Because <laughs> she's like 10. But, you know, it's Maya. So, um, and then we like, we watch, we go, we go back to the rock so Maya can finish sending off the souls except her sister because Phoenix is sitting there. Which his back's gonna break. We know it. Yeah, he's sitting there on his knees. Um, and he sees the like the shimmery outline ghost of Mia smiling, and I'm like, so she gets to stay, huh? She gets to stay. Everyone else gets released to the ocean. We did forget to mention the part at the end of the last episode in which Mia goes and visits Godot. Oh and Diego yeah, Diego Armando in the hospital. We did, and then we see the nameplate on Diego Armando's hospital bed, and then we see his how his hair looks exactly like Godot's hair. Yeah, uh, but we don't see his face yet. But she's like, I'll be back. Bye. Yeah, bye. To his unconscious coma face. And you see his goatee. Yeah, and you see, like, everything. Like, it's not a... And I mean, granted, when you're playing the game and you see Diego Armando, you're like... Eh, 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 eh. I knew about him before I played the game, so I was just waiting for it to happen. Yeah. That was kind of spoiled for me already. But, like, there's a difference between seeing Diego Armando and going, like, <laughs> you look just like Godot, but with black hair... And then seeing fucking Godot laying on a hospital bed. Like, there's a difference. Mm-hmm. There's you know? a difference. So, I mean, it's fine because of the stage we're at with all of this, but that is what it is. Yeah, I mean, anyone, I mean, maybe that would be a reveal for the new, the people who, who I claim are no longer fucking watching this show anymore. Yeah. So that's the plots of those episodes because then the next episode is, like we said again, Mia's first case, which is a three chunk episode, which we're, gonna talk about next time yeah i think it'll be a two i think it's a two chunk and then it'll be the end and then the end okay regardless of all of that couple of things mia's boobs change with her confidence levels in that case yeah because at first i was like wow her boobs are like reasonable and we're like oh yeah they are 
and then like wildly changed. People's hands could not decide how big or small they were. One time, mostly Rusty... big or small though, like nothing normal size. Um, Mia spent a lot of time doing Barbie girl poses, but there was something, something about Mia that was like. Except for the couple of times at the end of the case where her face stopped working, Mia stayed ridiculously attractive throughout that episode. She had, like, I feel like she had to be that beautiful for, for like, the audience to be like, well, that's why Phoenix respects her. Look at this strong, confident, powerful, beautiful woman. Like, I, that's what it really felt like to me, because everything that were posing was just very much, like, sparkle flare. Interesting. It I was mean, very much a, like, look at my power stance, even I didn't though I have tiny Barbie hands. I didn't pick that up, but I believe you, and and that's because you got to work. Ladies got to work twice <laughs> as hard to get half as much as everyone says. But I mostly was noticing, like, they couldn't decide. Where the zipper of the, her dress ended? They couldn't decide where the zipper of her dress ended. They couldn't decide where her bangs were supposed to be. Like, they, no, they couldn't, couldn't decide if they wanted to do, like, right above her eye Right below her eye, but that anime thing where the eye comes through. Or in the middle. Or, like, in the middle, or, like, draw the bangs, don't draw the eye. Like, they just could not. And it's like, I understand that you're adapting a piece of media. You need to pick what you're doing. You can't do all of it. Well, and the thing is, is Mia's bangs, I guess I could look it up real quick, are above her eye. They are above her eye, and they're, because of her sprite, they're off to the side. Like, you can't, you see the bangs, but it's not, like, in front of her eye. They kind of, like, pump yeah. out, like, they bump out, and then they bump off to the side. I guess, yeah, no, they're, they... Grossberg didn't do very much, but I was very proud of him in that, like, Payne and the Judge famously both, like, are charmed by Dahlia. And Grossberg is, like... She's got him wrapped around there. Like, she's got him wrapped around her little finger. Like, he mm-hmm. is not at all. He's always with Mia and always supporting. And, I, and like, all of Grossberg's faults, and he has many of them, it, he, you know, he was there for this case. And he stood there, and but he didn't fall for he, Dahlia. He didn't do anything, but he also <laughs> didn't do anything bad. <laughs> You know, and, you know, women have to work twice as hard to get half as much, but you know what? Grossberg kind of proves that. Yeah. You just got to do half as much as all the other men, and you're winning, really. It's, yeah, and I mean, like, not for nothing. That's, like, fucking, you know, Grossberg did better than Phoenix in this case. Yeah. Poison bottle eating liar Phoenix right. He did bad. And the other thing I, I like, kind of thought was... They've given us a lot of like children building in like of like their care of Phoenix Wright's character, right? From his oh childhood. God. How did we get to Phoenix? I wanted to think about I wanted to talk about this while we were watching it. Because like the the thing of it is in the games we don't get any of that. So we just see that like he was an embarrassing asshole in college, and that's fine. But now we know where he came from, which is he's a nerd who likes who likes it's friendship. Uh, who likes friendship and and uh, and stop signal samurai signal sa- and radio dramas? <laughs> this nerd likes friendship and radio dramas and doing his homework because I believe at one point Larry is like not doing his homework or whatever, and Phoenix is yeah. like you'll never get anywhere like this. And then he goes to college and he becomes this monstrosity. Where did he become such a sniveling? I'm here for my girlfriend kind of person what happened 
happened. I now I need a what happened. Well, and also like you could be could be even like like he was you could say he was manipulated by Dahlia to become this way. However, we know for a fact that one he was not because Iris did most of the heavy lifting with that <laughs> with that relationship. And, and two. Dahlia doesn't want him to behave like this. No. Dahlia wants to get that necklace and dump his ass. Yeah. Like, she doesn't want him to be a weird clingy boyfriend. She doesn't want him to tell stories about him. She wants him to stop. So how did he become like this? I don't know, but I like I thought about it and I'm like, this is such a fucking interesting question. Because like, what low did he hit? To be clingy like this. It's so weird. And it's also clingy about Dahlia. Like, because we could also, we get, we know he has a weird psychic connection with Miles Edgeworth <laughs> throughout his entire childhood and then also his adulthood. But, like, he just turned his weird psychic connection off so that he could date a girl? Like, I don't understand. Maybe he was just drinking a lot in college. <laughs> he was just wasted. Alternatively, he's, 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 he's overcompensating in straightness. <laughs> I think he might be going through something and discovering about how bi he is or whatever. He's he's very, very... He's, like, way overcompensating. Yeah, well, because, like, I think we've, like, established that Phoenix has to at least be bi. Because... I think so, yes. Yeah, like, he has to, like... And I, I like, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Like, clearly his one true love is Miles Edgeworth, and I can't be swayed otherwise. But. Honest to God. Like, I mean, like, everyone who's, like, thinks that Phoenix is straight, I, I, uh, I, you know, I'm happy that you've shared your ships and stuff, <laughs> and, and I, and I, I love you equally, but, like, how on God's green earth have you watched this, this man and boy have a psychic connection with Miles Edgeworth for ten years? Of my life real time. More than that, actually. Ten real years of my real life. <laughs> and you've gone, no, he likes Maya. Like, I, I get it. But also, I don't get it. So it's people who read the manga? I guess so. <laughs> I can't answer this. Um, But, like, part of me... Oh, the reason I, I I would firmly assert, like, I I would believe he's bi is because I think part of him, in-game at least, does love Iris. I think so, too. He loves her. He loved her because We'll she... see if they stick that landing, though. <laughs> they won't. Spoilers. They, they handled that in a in a, what I would call a delicate way at the end of three. They do, because they kind of walk away from us, the yeah. audience, to talk. Yeah. And, I like, I do think that he did... Like Iris and like being in a relationship with Iris, and I think low key he kind of uh, has a crush on Mia, but n- not in a way where he would ever do anything about it. Like in a in a yeah no in that kind of way. It's um, a, it's like he admires her in yes. that kind of like pedestal way, and he and like he has a crush on her in that regard, but wouldn't ever like. Kiss her. No, you know? <laughs> he would never. He would never, ever, ever, ever make a move in any way on Mia. But I think he does have a crush on Mia, or at least that's my interpretation of the game. So I, in, in as far as head cannons go, mm-hmm. mine is that Phoenix is bi, but he can't be straight and also still behave like he does around Miles Edge. <laughs> 
And I guess what uh, what I'm coming here saying is with, when he's acting like Feeny, I don't I don't think he's trying to like deny anything about his relationship with Miles Edgeworth unless he went through a thing where a he loses that weird psychic connection for a blip because demon prosecutor Miles Edgeworth is is Bratworth. We're going to see more of that soon. So, you know, so like maybe he loses that connection for a bit and he's overcompensating by jumping into a relationship or if he's just like so upset that any sort of affection he's just willing to buy because he has been so lonely with just Larry Butts in I his mean, life. I mean, I think that must be it though cuz let's let's backtrack. Remove Iris from the picture. When Phoenix met Dahlia in the law library while he was doing research to save Miles Edgeworth from himself. <laughs> a girl comes in and hands him the shittiest necklace I've ever seen. And he immediately is like, we're soulmates. <laughs> like, he did that to Dahlia without, like, he didn't. He's got, I don't, like, she didn't say, here, have this, we're soulmates. She said, hold this for me. Like, <laughs> And he went, oh my god! <laughs> and then I, and then Dahlia went back to to plot with Iris, and Iris is like, let me handle this before you destroy this so poor boy. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, Larry Butts gave Phoenix some shrooms. Phoenix didn't know. <laughs> Phoenix is tripping balls at the law library, <laughs> trying to save his one true love, Miles Edgeworth. You can try and explain this with... Dahlia gives him the necklace, but all he sees is files. <laughs> you can try and deceptively do this with with uh, drugs, both legal and not, all you want, but you cannot convince me that Phoenix is just drunk for eight months. Like, really? Are you met my good friend Hobo Hodo? He start. He picked up that drinking habit later. Hobo Hodo, and as we know, Hobo Hodo has gained infinite knowledge from his drunkenness. He's he's a wise drunk. So that means that whatever Phoenix is on at this age is anti wisdom juice. I just need anyone who's listening to give me a reason. I just need a reason. A reason for why Phoenix turns from the the nerd who likes radio dramas, radio sentai dramas. Because that never goes away. He no. doesn't grow up and like be like, I used to like this. He's like, oh yeah, I like this. No, he's still like that. Yeah, he had a like Feeny's a blip on the radar. Mm-hmm. This is the same guy who, in the filler episode, was about to get on a train and took out eighty-seven books from the library on trains. We know this because we see the books. He's yeah. there with a pile of books on trains. Because Anime Phoenix is different than Game Phoenix. Yeah. Game Phoenix would never pick up eight books on trains. <laughs> no, absolutely. Also, Anime Phoenix can use his GPS on his phone. Anime Phoenix can use his phone at all. Yeah. So you know, there's that. I just don't have an answer, but that's, like, the burning question that I walked away with. It is bizarre, yeah. I really have nothing to say about the beach episode. It was completely unnecessary because I know there's a deep connection between Maya and Pearl, and I didn't need all that background for, like, the Faye family. I understand that it's trying to set up those relations before they jump into the last case at all, basically. Yeah, and that's, like, the beach episode was not as offensive to me as the train episode or the pancakes episode. Like, we've had more offensive filler 
The most offensive filler to me is still that first one where they done did cheat me into thinking I was going to get a good case. The Emma case. And then I said I got still, a filler episode. Still mad we don't have an Emma case, just in general. But we also neglected... We wasted three episodes on that train case when we could have had an Emma case. That's all I'm saying. Constantly. We constantly like find reasons to not give us an Emma case. If you're going to put complete out-of-order bullshit in our third season... The thing is, the third season started off so promising because we gave ourselves room to breathe and pace these episodes. Yeah. And, like... Then turns out it's too much room. It's too much room, apparently. And there was... Basically, like, the complaint I'm having is, like, why... Why did you just, like, basically make us live this Dahlia case if you could have just taken those three train episodes to show us the events as they happened live instead of as a flashback? Or just, yeah. like, basically start with Diego Rado falling over poisoned and make us follow Dahlia as she tries to fucking stop Phoenix Wright yeah. from stealing this necklace. And maybe you don't, you keep Dahlia away from that. Like, you could have just shown us this. You could have just given us a real TV show. Yeah, like, I mean, they talk about, in court, they talk about the lunchroom, or the, the lunch scene that happened before Doug Swallow's death where Dahlia comes in and says, oh, give me the necklace. And Phoenix is like, haha, no, you're so cute. And then she's Deal, then he had misplaced his drugs and she gives him the poison drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Give me that scene, like, draw that scene, like, I'll watch it. Yeah, just, like, I'd rather you just show me all these things instead of just spit them at me and then kind of flash back to them. Like, you have the time, maybe maybe just plot it out like a show. Hey, yeah. here's, a, here's a weird idea. Make it a show. <laughs> yeah. Don't. I think this is I a have, bad show. I think I've decided that the anime is bad. Well, if only for, from a pure standpoint of of effort from the artist from, team. From a pure standpoint of do everyone's eyes generally appear to be the same size at all times when both eyes are present on the screen? And the answer to that is no. Are both eyes looking in the same direction? Rarely. It's real uh, real crazy there for a minute. Um also, the new opener is not good. And oh, yeah, also, I was the, bring the that new up. ender is also not good. No, I like the new ender in that it's not naked Maya, right? Yeah. Well, we can't keep going. Naked <laughs> Maya was season one. The last ender was Maya waking up at seven a.m. and was... looking at some balloons, and then Phoenix is outside her building. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that very much, but I'm okay with the, with us having not enough budget, so we just use official art. Yeah, we're just kind of panning through official art now. This, I don't even know what this. I couldn't even comment on the song because it was so blasé uh i'm mad about this new opener the new opener is not good it's bad it's floating mickey mouse hands pointing around like with the glove you know how mickey mouse got that white glove with the like lippy bit on the on the wrist imagine those pointing it's but like 20 of them it's like somebody had heard of ace attorney and got this like contract and had heard about amvs and they were like i guess i'll Lawyer, this is the pointing lawyer game. Okay, I can make this work. Yeah. And then it's like, if he's like, I've heard of Cascada before. That's a banger, right? <laughs> so let me get a song that's vaguely like Cascada. Kind of. And then uh, do a lot of pointing yeah. and make people point in time to the drops. Can you picture a subway car that's full of people and everyone's looking at their phones, but on the phones is Mickey Mouse's head? <laughs> pointing and spinning? Pointing and spinning with no arm? Yeah. And then the end is just kind of spoilery. Yeah, the enders are very spoilery. Yeah, so I think it's bad. I think it's a bad anime. But it's okay, because we're here for you. I'm still going to watch it. 
Because I have a podcast. <laughs> and we got nothing else. We have nothing We've else. We've got a Farfarelli box. I always say Farfarelli. Farfarelli. A Farfarelli box and a, and a wizard hat or a magician's hat. Where a wizard hat. <laughs> Tired. We have, it's Trucy Wright's hat. You know this. I know. Well, I was able to correct myself quickly. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Well, that's it. We did it. Thanks, Dark Shadow Rage 2 for our theme song. Hey, pal, Detective Gumshoe Remix. Michelle for the garbage at the I mean, end. it's going to be Cascada, right? There's no choice. <laughs> There's no choice. <laughs> or Pretty Rave Girl. Pretty Rave Girl. We're still we're still on Podcast Garden for now. Um, Apple Podcasts, rate and review us. You know the stuff. Uh, object to this podcast at gmail.com. Object to this dot com. You know. Ugh. I can hear the ocean. Sounds like airplanes. <laughs> and police sirens. <laughs> anyway, please let me know what you think happened to Phoenix that oh, made him into Feeny. Yeah. That's really the homework. That's really the eternal burning question now. It's like almost as important as Apollo Justice questions to me at this point. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, in the meantime, I'm Stephanie. I'm Michelle. And I was object to this, so why don't you object to that? I still hear your voice when you sleep next to me I still feel your touch in my dream Forgive me my weakness But I don't know why Without you it's hard to survive Cause every time we touch I get this feeling Every time we kiss, I swear I can fly